Welcome to the Show Up and Surrender podcast, where we invite you to show up for yourself and surrender to whatever you find there. Join us for honest and open conversations about how we practice showing up and surrendering in our daily lives. Marcella is an applied psychologist with a passion for being the imperfect example of how to live wholeheartedly. She helps others reconnect to their own emotions and thoughts to become a more whole and connected person, you know, instead of just a walking, talking head. Biddy is a yoga teacher who is fascinated by the mind-body connection and conscious movement. When you bring these things together, you create the yummiest blend. And she uses all this to help people find what it is they need to feel the best they can. We started Show Up and Surrender because when we work together, we create things that inspire us. By sharing our conversations, we hope that they will inspire you too. We had um, a talk a while back, I think a couple of years ago now. And it might be good to explain first that Marcella and I have, like we say ourselves, different hats um, in all the ways that we relate to each other. and. Sometimes we put on, I put on a yoga teacher hat sometimes when she comes to join me for yoga practice. Mm. And she puts on her coach hat for the sessions that she um, coaches me and helps me work through stuff or make sense of stuff. And it was during one of those sessions where she was wearing her coach hat that she told me something very, very interesting to me. Um, about the curve and that became such a big part of my life but I think it's also one of the red threads that uh, keeps coming back in our relationship to each other and to everything else around us actually it's such a big part that I put it in a tattoo that I have maybe we'll add a picture maybe we won't we'll see <laughs> but I thought it would be really cool because it it so connects to show up and surrender as well to ask Marcella to tell us a little bit more about it in this podcast. So this one is about the curve. Yes. Yeah, it's good that you say that. It's become a part of my life as well uh, because I didn't think of it myself. <laughs> I just copied it from another psychologist um, because I struggled with emotions and I help a lot of people who <laughs> struggle with emotions. and. The curve really is about, um, you know, when happy things happen to you, you feel happy. And then they go away and you slowly start to feel neutral or normal again. I don't really know if there's a neutral... Yeah, there is. I know there is. Um, but it your your state of being or your emotions connect to what you experience and how you perceive those experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and when something sad or bad or not fun happens to you, you feel sad and that takes a while, you need to recover and then it slowly fades and you feel neutral again or something happy happens <laughs> and the happy um, uh, emotions start to arise. Um, so when we allow this flow of okay, there is a feeling, it's here, it's logical that it's here because of this experience and my perceiving of that experience uh, happens. 
I'm not sure if that was a correct sentence, but I hope you follow. It made sense to me. Okay, good. <laughs> um, uh, if you allow that flow, yeah, that's just how it goes. But a lot of the times, time, what we do is think that we need to feel something different than what we're feeling. So, for example, um, when I'm nervous before doing a presentation, presentation or a workshop or whatever... Now I know that that nervousness is helping me to focus. Mm -hmm. But before I used to think, oh, I should not be nervous. I should be confident about this. Oh, let me feel confident. And I'm trying to look for feeling better than what I actually did. And what happens then is that um, if you look at it as a curve, kind of the midline moves up a little bit. And while it moves up, the happy parts start to not be as high as they used to and not be as long as they used to and the sad feelings or the unhappy feelings are deeper like the from the baseline to the deepest part is way way bigger and it it takes longer for you to recover so by putting or wishing your emotions are different than they are we actually make it harder for ourselves to um, yeah, their there, there struggle starts with whatever feeling there is. It's interesting, right? Because I remember listening to you and I thought, yeah, yeah, I, I know about the highs and the lows. Like, it's it's a Marvin Gaye song, right? You know, <laughs> high enough, valley low enough. And it's, it's like this movement is supposed to be there. And it was actually, my dad used to tell me that I peak so hard, basically, that the valley after it, like the low after it is extra deep. And I thought that was how things work. I thought that's just how life is. Until you added that baseline of our expectations. And of course, expectations that we have are influenced by so many things, right? You do it yes. to yourself. You, uh, you think other people around you expect things of you. You think that you have to be able to do something because you had this education or because you're the mother or I don't know what what we think of. But I never realized that by always expecting ourselves to do better, it influences everything. It doesn't just influence how you are in that moment, but the after effect of the low becoming so much deeper and lower, that was such a logical thing to hear but I never thought of it yeah. I think I was 46 when you told me this and I was like right oh. okay <laughs> that makes sense yeah and that's that's interesting because I think working on your own expectations is I think is one of the hardest things mm -hmm. that I'm doing on a daily basis like okay I expect myself to be able to do this but why is it realistic or is it maybe just clinging to what I was able to do maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago or maybe what I can do 10 years from now? Mm -hmm. Yes. So how, how do you help yourself realize that, oh, my expectations might be uh, too high in this game. I might have put the baseline up too much. Mm, how, yeah, do you, how do you go there? Really good question. Um, because I think that these, you know, these expectations also happen mm -hmm. it's it's not uh, wrong that they happen or that you have them because that's how we work as yeah. human beings you know this is how we create our 
our lives and how we try to make sense of it all. So mm-hmm. it's also a helpful tool to us. Um, but it's it's a good question to what helps you to realize that it might be an expectation because I think that's kind of the key to it's okay if the expectation is there but also acknowledge that the outcome might be different. Yeah. Um, so how I do that, well, most of all, I struggle with it. <laughs> Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of days where I hope I can do more or where I think I'm so enthusiastic and I really want to do stuff and there's no inspiration or there's no energy or, I don't know, something else comes up that seems more important than what I thought I wanted to do. Um, so, of course, my expectations sometimes don't match my reality. But by allowing the feelings to come up that mm. come with the, with the different reality, for me, that's the key to stop struggling with it and start kind of moving with, well, exactly what we're talking about. We show up and surrender, move with whatever it is you find there. So yeah. if I am sad or disappointed that I cannot do what I wanted to do, that's okay. I understand why I'm disappointed. And allowing myself to be disappointed opens up a space to think, and yet I still want to have this reality different and do something about it. Or, oh, maybe that that expectation was too high or not realistic or whatever, and it's okay for now. I'm not gonna chase it. I love that. That, that actually makes sense, just to make space for whatever emotion comes up and I think for me also there was a few practical tips that you gave me also when you were wearing your coaching hat hat, (laughs) was that um you gave me the example of looking at my planning because I I used to be I still am sometimes I'm the person who loves to plan my week as full as I can to do as many things that I want to do not because not even because I think I have to do them, but because I enjoy the things that I do and I want to do as many of them as I can, see as many people as I can. And then you one day told me that I should plan about 70% of what I'm doing instead of the 100% that I was doing now because there's only so much time. Yep. And I remember thinking, I really don't like you now. (laughs) What do you mean 70%? That's ridiculous. And of course I tried and found out that 70 might even be too much still because I started realistically writing down all the things that I did for a few weeks and I noticed that of all the things that I thought I would be able to do so that's the expectation part I usually am able to do about half actually when I plan it and the other stuff it always does happen whenever I find time but by creating space for myself to have a change of plans to have unexpected things come up which always happens Mm -hmm. I also made it easier for myself to live up to my own expectations Mm. just by readjusting the expectations in a very practical way and for me I I love thinking about things and brainstorming about them but I'm also the person who needs like this little checklist of things that I can also practically do and I think that was one thing that really helped me I I plan a lot less now than I used to do. Mm. And that is something that helped me find my baseline a little bit 
kinder with kinder mm. eyes like I, I i don't get upset with myself for not yeah mm, i like that because <laughs> i sometimes forget what i say to people <laughs> and i have to say that that rule is actually from a friend of ours from aveline yeah um and she i don't know where she got it from maybe she, she imagined it herself but yeah by doing 70 or 60 or 50 percent of what you think you should be doing i like how you said that that opens up the time and space to adjust or you know yeah. have time for whatever comes up and if it's something you couldn't have imagined that's better but also that's worse and that you can adjust to okay so this didn't go as planned and but now I still have time to recover or take some rest or whatever you need to cope with it yeah but I'm and I'm also curious about what has this done for you since you started to make more time and try to look at your expectations mm. and time. I think it, it leaves more room for creativity. Creativity. Mm -hmm. So I think, like this podcast, if I was still filling my calendar up for over 100%, which is really what I was doing, I think I would have been overwhelmed just by the idea of adding a new project to it and by... Um, creating that space, there's more room for new ideas to even start happening in my own brain, but also to be open to hear ideas from other people. And I think also what it really brought me is taking out the things that weren't giving me what I needed. Mm -hmm. Like I, I would stay, I'm, I'm, quite a loyal person so I would continue and I know you are the same because we've had <laughs> the same experiences in in this for over the past few years I think but really reevaluating. so okay if I only can plan 70% of my uh, time that I have to do things I need to make sure that I choose the things that I really want to do that yeah. I want to put my energy into yeah. so it made me take a really hard look at all the things I was doing and actually cut some things out to create space for the rest and yeah. as scary as I found that it has been such a relief doing it actually because yeah. now the 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 things that I do are mostly it's not all things that I just want to do I do have to do still things that I don't really <laughs> like just like every other person but the choices that I can make are conscious choices which yeah. Which I love about that. Yeah. And is a way to show up for yourself. It is. Even though it feels like killing your darlings. <laughs> I know that. You know, exactly. I like so many things. So it's hard to sometimes choose, okay, which do I really want to put my time and effort in right now? Even yeah. though I might like the other stuff as well. Or the other, other projects or people or whatever. What do I really want to focus my time on? Yeah. Yeah. And I love to, you know, it's, it's, I love that how we do this podcast is also reminding me of the things that I know, but yeah, are sometimes hard to keep track of. I, I have busy weeks uh, behind me and the days where I had maybe just an hour of time where I had no plans at all and n no, not that it was a break, you know, cause I also have to eat lunch, yeah. but <laughs> besides lunch and uh, taking care of my, you know, my personal or your physical needs. One hour, the days where I had one hour were also the days where I could, yeah, like you said, be more creative about the things that I had to do and also kind of 
makes it easier to find out, okay, so these are the things that I want to put my time and effort to. And that doesn't mean that I can do the other stuff next week or tomorrow. But today, this is what I want to focus my time and energy on. Yeah. And I allow whatever comes up. <laughs> That's, yeah, for me, the the yeah biggest invitation. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you for reminding me of this. Yeah. Thank you for uh, helping me find like ways. I love how you often know how to combine practical things with the bigger questions. Mm. My brain really likes it when you do that. <laughs> My brain does too. Yeah. 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 Mm. We're just helping our beautiful brains here. Yeah. So if you have any experiences with working with your own expectations or with the curve, well, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. And we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening to Show Up and Surrender, hosted by Marcella and Vidi. We hope you enjoyed listening. Make sure to follow us wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. If you really like us and want to give us some love, write us a review. At showupandsurrender.com, you can find information about us and also any links that we may have promised you in this episode. To stay in touch with us, please follow us on Instagram or send an email to hello at showupandsurrender.com. We'll be back with another episode soon.